0: Welcome to Evolve, everybody, where we focus on the evolution of leadership. And I'm Kim Ford, your host, and I'm really excited to have a special guest today. Do you mind taking a second to introduce yourself, your background, your company? Give us a general idea of who you are.
1: Sure. Thank you so much. Uh, My name is Adam Alfia with uh, realtimefeedback.com. Uh, which I've been uh, working on for the last four or five years. Um, Before then, and and still now, um, my my nine to five was, and sometimes is, I have a company called Maestro. That's a virtual personal assistant company with our biggest footprint in the automotive space. So think OnStar. We do the same thing that OnStar did for GM, for non-GM vehicles. And our current clients are uh, Nissan, Infiniti, Mitsubishi and subaru so if you have one of those cars you push a button in the car that comes to my call center here in dallas which we when we help you with pretty much anything you need from restaurant reservations to hey i need to book a trip or my wife is vegan and we need to find a restaurant in spain while we're there so we pretty much help you with anything anytime anywhere and i've been doing that for about 17 years um so it's really given me a really good pulse on customer engagement and making sure that people are happy when they call when our agents are happy because you can hear people smile over the phone a lot of people don't realize that that when you call somewhere that you know you want to make sure you're smiling because customers can hear it so we have a very very white glove type of service that we want you to when you get off the phone go wow that was such a great experience and that really is what led me to start the real-time feedback platform which is what I'm doing now
0: Wow, that's awesome! So, is real-time feedback is that kind of a virtual or personal assistant as well?
1: No, that is a uh, two-way guest and and, and and engagement program where customers at any business that utilize our platform um can can actually communicate directly with a manager in real time for any issues they might have or even compliments. So, if you have ever been at a store and you saw, let's say, let's say you're at a grocery store and you see somebody spilled a bag of rice somewhere, and you're walking around trying to find somebody. To tell or you're standing in line at the cashier and there's only two registers open and there's 10 people in line and you don't want to get out of line to call somebody to help because you don't want to lose your place in line so we use qr codes to put in businesses where any customer can scan the qr code and then he has a he or she has a direct line of communication to a manager to let them know about an experience or about something and it's all digital and that manager gets it and they can respond and the customer gets a text message so it's a really cool in the moment type of um, engagement but we found is that employees have uh, put in just as many feedbacks as customers do because a lot of times they don't get to get the ear of management or a lot of times they might have anxiety about complaining to a manager about a work environment or something like that and being that our platform can be sent anonymously they can actually voice their concerns to management all in real time and know that a manager got their, you know, their, their feedback.
0: Wow. Now tell me why does customer service matter? I mean, I, you know, I I sit here as a business owner, you know, B2B and for me, customer service is everything. Right. But you know, a lot of people would think when I go to the grocery store, you know, you just get what you get, right. You're there to get your grocery. Like, like, is there, a bigger picture here that people might be missing
1: yeah so if you think about it i mean online especially during the pandemic really took off so you have a lot of businesses that have you know brick and mortar footprints that they need those you know for for grocery stores etc you know movie theaters that are you know starting to also die away but you know it's really really important that if and when you walk you know decide to get in your car or an uber and make that trip to a brick and mortar location that your experience is great because otherwise you say why am i even here i'll just buy it online you know it might take me a little bit longer to get but i don't want to i don't want to deal with rude employees and traffic and you know waiting in line and all that stuff so really businesses that want to thrive and survive in the new economy of of being able to give a great experience when customers walk in your store you know, cause it's a, it's right now it's a double whammy. It's a customers are just, you know, now getting back into going in, back into brick and mortar locations and you have a really, really cha- a big challenge right now on getting quality employees. I mean, a lot of businesses are just getting warm bodies. Hey, can you, if you can breathe and talk, come on in, we're hiring, you know, they're giving bonuses away now for, you know, at McDonald's, you know, $1,000 sign-in boses just to get so that you're going to get. A less quality employee to now deal with your customers. That customer is not going to have a great experience. And how do you know about that? And that's you know where where feedback comes in, where there are problem areas in your store that your customers can now be your eyes and ears and alert you about any issues from, you know, rude employees. Hey, your bathroom doesn't have soap. The toilet overflowing. So these are things that we take for granted as customers, but operationally, a lot of businesses have to make I um, have to make, you know, uh, schedules for, hey, go check the parking lot, go check the bathroom, go check right. this. So now when, you're, when your customers are eyes and ears and alert you about things, you can, you can uh, take the, the limited workforce that you have and put those to the problem areas rather than just walking aimlessly throughout the store looking for issues. Your customers are now telling you
0: right or or creating issues that don't exist, right? Because it's on a schedule, but that schedule right. because you didn't have the volume, is it really affected by what you expected? You know, I would think at it from the business owner or the store manager's perspective as well that getting that real-time feedback should really be beneficial because wouldn't that shape what tomorrow looks like and where they really need to improve and where there's weaknesses and what maybe the consumer wants in many ways as well?
1: Right so we just launched so our, our you know, we have a large footprint in the um, arena space we have about 50 different arenas around the country some actually we have a couple of international ones where they put QR codes during an event so you know if if i'm a guest at an event at a concert whatever it is and my chair is broken or there's a drunk fan behind me yelling obscenities or whatever it is rather than getting out of my seat and going find security they actually flash a QR code on the jumbotron periodically throughout the the event and they say, "If there's anything that you know we need to know, let us know immediately." They scan the QR code and that comes to a central dispatch that so they can then route whatever it is—security or maintenance, etc. They even have him on all the suites. Where if I'm in a suite with you know a group or a business uh, associate, I can now, if I want more nachos or if I want anything, <laughs> I just scan the QR code, I say what I want, and both, it's it's all in real time. It's like magic. Somebody shows up wow. with a you know another plate of nachos. So it's been really really fun building this. Um, especially some of the technology that we've done, uh, what we call trigger codes, we now have these things that you can put in bathrooms. You don't even have to tell anything. You just scan the QR code. And as soon as you scan it, it sends a message that the restroom needs attention or that you're out of sanitizers for their smart codes. And people now are really comfortable with the QR codes, uh, because of the touch list during the pandemic and Apple and and Google did a great job of integrating the QR code technology into the, into the camera. So now you don't have to have a special app or anything like that. Everybody knows how to use them.
0: Yeah, I always joke. I say COVID did a few really great things. And one of the things COVID did for us is it taught us how to use QR codes at restaurants, right? Yeah. Because all the restaurants didn't have a choice. And so all right. of a sudden my mother knows now how to use her camera on her phone besides taking a picture. So I I, I think it's, I'm surprised that QR codes haven't even taken off more than they have, but I, I think we're just starting to, to see them, you know, appear.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, well. we're even integrating payment now into the Q into the fold, where if you want to pay for something, you just scan the QR code and then you know you you pay immediately right then and there. So a lot of cool cool stuff.
0: Yeah, we were having a, a yard garage sale in my neighborhood last week, and I actually just printed out like a sheet that said each item what the costs are, and I I um I was able to I can't remember if it was Zelle or or Venmo, I think it was Venmo. I just got my QR code, put it there, and just say send the money here, and people couldn't believe it. They're like, why would you do that? I'm like, well, I don't want to sit there all day and waste my time. And if somebody wants to seal something, that's fine. But, you know, people did. I got paid. And they took my my belongings. And it worked out perfect. So I figured I'd wing it in worst case scenario. I lost stuff I didn't want anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah, my son, actually, he's painting curbs right now. He's 14 years old to save up for a car when he turns 16. And he has a little sign with a QR code. That's what
0: mine, yeah. Yeah,
1: so he's getting paid through uh, Venmo. And I mean, he has yeah. like four, so Venmo, PayPal, whatever it is. So
0: yeah, so make it's a whole new wave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk more about customer service. I mean, let's talk about, we have the consumer and then we have the business, right? You know, who cares, right? At the end of the day, um, I think that, unfortunately, a lot of store managers, right? If you don't get a great manager, they don't care. Right. Um, so. but, there's accountability too. So if the store would implement something like this, in many ways, the manager is called out, and you know where you have problems. And all of a sudden, you're raiding your stores across the country, right? Right.
1: Based so on too. we We just launched a a Ford dealership. I'm not going to say where because they're pretty large in their in their area. But um, the the general manager of the store said, "Yeah, we're having a bunch of customers defect from our service drive. They're not coming back. We get a lot of one star reviews. So we." implemented the platform and within two weeks it was evident that it was the service manager of the store that was the issue because he was bar- when these feedbacks were coming in, half of them were complaining about him. And then what he was doing was bearing he was resolved, you know, marking them as resolved in our system without ever responding to the customer. So we wow. we have a system we have a a, uh, a system that we built inside that's escalation. If somebody doesn't respond within five minutes or ten minutes, you set the parameter. It automatically forwards that to his boss or her boss, and then it escalates up the chain. So now, if you know that if you don't respond, your boss is going to get a message in ten or fifteen minutes saying that you know John didn't respond to a feedback. You're going to be more apt to go ahead and take care of that customer.
0: Yeah, that's very very true, and uh, you know. What, how do you get started? Like, how do you even get going? And who's your biggest customer? Is it mostly retail stores, I would assume, is kind of the person that this makes the most sense for?
1: So being that I have a book, you know, I have a lot of experience in the automotive space from my Maestro platform, we went after... Uh, the automotive space as well. And we we just launched Ford at all their um, quick lane locations. So that that's yep. their express lube. So we get a lot of people that are, hey, you told me an hour for an old change and I've been here for an hour and 45 minutes. So a lot of people really feel anxiety about walking over to somebody, tapping them on the shoulder, goes, Hey, I've been here for two hours. What's up? They'll just sit there and while they're on their phone, they might be, you know, on on Twitter or instagram and they they're taking a video saying hey i've been here for two hours at the Ford store and if they've got a thousand followers they just had a thousand people that just heard that this dealership is bad so you want to preemptively give the customer a digital platform where they can communicate and the guy could say oh you know what i'm so sorry it's in, it's getting quashed right now i'll make sure i'll pull it around people just want to be heard if you give somebody a voice and you respond to them they're much less likely to to complain um online than if you know you don't give them that platform at all
0: no very very true and we work in the commercial real estate sector i'm not really strong in retail but a lot of people that will be watching this are and i can see where especially the benefits are in that sector whether it's a small business or going up into larger chains where it really does matter what domino's pizza is as an example um you know, where, where they're struggling, what's the biggest complaints? Is it, you know, not giving good time estimates? I would assume that's the same with oil changes. And, you know, I think doctor's offices need this more than anything.
1: Yeah. So we, we just launched a, a, a large clinic that has many locations and we, we even have a platform that as soon as you leave, as soon as you check out, it automatically sends you a text message that says, you know, Hey, uh, John, thanks for visiting XYZ clinic. This is the, uh, the patient manager, um, patient experience manager. On a scale of one to five, how would you rate your overall experience? If they give you five stars, it says, great. Can you leave us a Google review? If they, if they didn't put five stars, it says, I'm sorry, we didn't give you a five-star experience. Can you let us know where we fell short? And that generates a feedback. So mm-hmm. now I can respond. And that, goes, that text message goes out within seconds after you check out. And I was gonna tell you, we own our own building here um, in Dallas where we have our, our corporate headquarters. And we have, uh, you know, 40,000 square foot building. And what we've done here is we put QR codes throughout the building in the bathrooms and the elevator because, you know, there's there's a lot of maintenance that goes on with a commercial building. And now, you know, sometimes we, we used to have it where, you know, let's say a, a toilet was overflowing. Well, it wasn't until it was leaking into the hallway where somebody goes, hey, the toilet you know, there's a, bath- there's a toilet overflowing in the bathroom. So now we put QR codes in pretty much every uh, public space there is. And now, because keep in mind that only half of the people in a building are tenants that they know where to call management. The other half are visitors. They don't know where to call, and they're not going to call anyway. If they see a toilet overflowing, they're not going to call anybody. But if you put a QR code on the mirror when they're washing their hands, they're out of paper towels or whatever, they scan the QR code, hey, you're out of paper towels, that comes straight to my maintenance guy, and he's there within 10 minutes fixing it. So That's now cool. it's, it's a beautiful communication system where you don't have to call anywhere. And speaking of Domino's, we have, I actually own a pizza place here in Dallas called Cutie Pies that, <laughs> um,
0: that we're we making put, me hungry.
1: Yeah. it's a really good pizza. So they, they put a uh, QR, they put a sticker on the pizza boxes because 90% of our business is delivery. And then it's usually through third party apps. So when they complain about anything, it's usually through those third party apps, you know, Uber Eats, et cetera. But care. I don't want them yeah. to complain through that. I want them to complain yeah. directly to us. So we have um QR codes on all of our boxes when you open it that says if your order is not absolutely perfect, let our manager know. And when you scan that QR code, it says my pizza was perfect. If they click on that, it goes to Google. I have an issue that goes to feedback and that, oh, that generates that's great. a feedback. So, and we're doing that actually for a bunch of fast food chains, putting the to go stickers. If you've ever eaten at a Wendy's or McDonald's or Chick fil A and you leave and they forget ketchup or whatever it is, they yeah. screw up your order. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. Calling that store is such a, you know, some, some kid answers. Care. Yeah. Some kid answers and they go kind of speak to a manager. Yeah, sure, no problem. You sit there for another five minutes on hold. You hear everybody yelling in the background. Finally, they come to the phone, but it's, it's a hassle. A lot of times, you know, you just say, screw it, I'm not going to call. But if you make it easy, scan the code, you know somebody gets it, and they actually can document that in our system that somebody gets a free meal next time, they can reference it next time. So it's a really well-put-together platform that allows businesses to take care of the unhappy customers quickly.
0: Yeah, and I like the concept of you're kind of controlling the message of where it's going. If you give them an easier place to go where they feel like they can get a result instead of going to Twitter, as an example... Right. Um, You know, it's so funny. I I posted a picture and it was just being silly of my dog, you know, waiting for the delayed flight, who is just clearly doesn't want to be in the bag anymore. And, um, you know, immediately Southwest is, you know. Uh, you know, Southwest. So super great attention, really responsive. But I'm like, wow, I didn't mean for the the hassle. I don't think most companies even pay attention like Southwest does. But um, I can see where what you've done is you've enabled all size companies and all types of businesses to get this type of information. And I would assume your technology allows some type of mutual integrations or some type of integrations if they already have an established system in place.
1: Right. CRM. So we, we, uh, we, we uh, can tie into Salesforce or if you have Qualtrics or Medallia. So a lot of people, when we first talk to them about that, they go, oh, I got something like that. I've got, you know, a survey platform. I go, well, when does your customer get that survey? They're long gone. They're back home. They've already had their experience. They've probably told a couple of people. So it's, you know, there's an 80-20 rule. 80% of customers will never say a thing. You know, they might tell their friends and family, but they're not going to post online. They're not going to go on Yelp. They'll just not come back. It's a 20%, you know, Yelpers are only about 20% of the population, and but it's it's the 80% that you really have to worry about. You know, why are my customers leaving and not saying anything? And you just don't know. But if you let them, you know, there's a, there's a new metric that's really followed closely now called CES, Customer to Effort Score. If you make it easy for the customer to engage with you when there's an issue, they'll be more likely to come back because now they know that you really, like you said, they're they're listening and they care. Yeah. So
0: so do you think it really matters in the grand scheme of things a lot of people just think oh i had a bad experience and you know maybe the manager thinks so what if they don't come back somebody else will come but in the grand scheme of things it does matter doesn't it customer service
1: yeah it's it's crazy because i mean we all have customer service nightmares and and you can recall them if somebody goes hey what's a bad experience you had at walmart or what's a bad experience and you can easily remember yeah one time i was there you know so it stays in our frame of mind and mm-hmm. I tell, I mean, and, and, and conversely, if I have a great experience, you might not tell as many people, but it's still when somebody asks you about a place, you say, yeah, I had a great experience there. But it does matter, especially in today's where, you know, a bad experience can travel around the world in a, in a microsecond. You remember that situation? I think it was United where that passenger got dragged off the plane. I mean, they lost a billion dollars in value in like three days from that post of somebody posting a guy getting kicked off. You know, an airline. So, you know, it it matters more than any time than ever before. You know, a lot of times when we're putting our presentations together for uh, clients that we're that we're uh, promoting the product to, um, we'll pull a Google review that they really had from somebody that posted at one of the locations, like a really bad one. And most reviews have like thousands of views on them. I mean, that's thousands of people reading a bad experience. And I always go whenever I want to look at a company if I want to eat at a restaurant or if I'm going to do go to a hotel, I always look at the worst ones because I expect to have good service. I want to see what the horror stories are because those (laughs) really tell you how bad management might be.
0: Right. No, very true. Have you done anything in the security space? Like when I think of you're doing it yourself kind of in your office building, but I would look at that kind of a call center, right. Being available, which you already have in place. um, And some type of kind of first alert, from a security level, you know, with maybe roaming floating guards? Um, have you done we, we anything are, in
1: that? We are in the process of, of launching um, a bunch of storage facilities, because storage facilities currently, if you've been to one lately, yep. they don't have anybody in the office anymore. They usually no, that's, have like- Exactly. Yeah, they have like 10 people managing, they have one manager managing like 10 locations and they're never on site. So how does a customer interact with anybody? So we're actually uh, putting QR codes throughout throughout the facility or around the buildings when you first come into the gate that you can scan and talk straight to a manager. Um, and then uh, on top of that, um, we have built software that the very first time you sign up for the storage and, you're, and you go there to put your items, you've probably never spoken to anybody. You know, it's all online. So when you right. show up and you put in your keypad code in to get in the first time, five minutes later, you get a text saying, hey, thanks for choosing XYZ storage. This is John, the manager. If there's anything you need, um, you know, click on this link and let me know. And then it sends them to the, you know, the real time feedback page for that for that location. So now they can have a conversation, make it easy for the customer to communicate with you. And you'll, you know, they'll stay longer for sure.
0: Yeah, I would think at a large, you know, a larger building complex where you have maybe a multi building um you know, office building structures where a property manager to be able to have that kind of insight, they would never know that on the third floor at the end of the hallway, there's four pizza box stacked for two weeks. I mean, they might right. not ever know that without somebody telling. And and you make it so hard where you have to go get a phone number. I mean, if it was right there in every hallway to to stand right. to say, hey, you know, there's a mess on the fourth floor, um, you have to make it easier or you can't yeah. expect people to know that there's an issue, Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, somebody got stuck in our elevator a couple of months ago when, I mean, they saw the QR code and scanned us and say, hey, I'm stuck in the elevator. We had a power outage at the building. Yeah. And uh, luckily, I was able to call somebody and they went and opened the door for them. But, you know, you never, you never know if if you have. can you imagine how many people are going to, not that a building cares about, I mean, they also care about reputation, but also, yeah. you know, you want to have a good experience for all your people and just communication in a world that's filled with communication it's it's crazy to me that you walk into stores and sometimes you can walk around for 10 minutes looking for somebody to help and nobody's there we're actually doing a pilot program with a um a uh, well-known it's still under hush hush but it's a it's a well-known home improvement store and we're putting qr codes in their woodcutting area that when you scan you even know if you've ever gone to yeah. to whatever and yeah. yeah one of them and you're and you're waiting in an area and they, you keep on hearing them called over the intercom but nobody shows up because oh, yeah. they they get deaf to that and a lot of people aren't paying attention but if i scan a qr code and as soon as i scan it, it automatically sends whoever has the key um walmart for example doesn't have anybody in their jewelry counters anymore because mm-hmm. there's they have a phone but people hate talking on phones anymore yeah. i got kids and i call my kids and they don't answer but and they <laughs> they, they, they they text me back what do you want like I want you to answer the phone is what I want. Yeah. But you know the younger generation, 40 under, that grew up behind cell phones and computers and all that. It's being, you know, increasingly, they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to. It's it's all digital. You know, text yeah. me, IM me, whatever it is, WhatsApp. But don't talk to me. Don't call me.
0: So when when you flip this around, how does an employer promote great customer service within?
1: so you know the, the the ones that really have a lot of engagement on our platform is the ones that employees because employees love getting great feedback um you know compliments etc so yeah right it does and you know if you if you train your employees that when somebody's checking out say hey while well, i'm checking you out there's a qr code right there can you scan and let our manager know how your experience was here today? A lot of times they're going to give a compliment to the employee. We have a lot of restaurants on the platform where the, where the, where the server goes, Hey, if I did a great job, or if I didn't do a great job, let my manager know, scan that QR code. I mean, good customers love that kind of stuff. If I can, if you gave me great service and I can tell your manager and give you, you know, a boost in your, your morale and all that stuff, of course, I'm, I'm happy to do it. It just, people rarely would call a manager over and say, Hey, You know, Jenny's doing a great job. It's just, it's out of the way. But if somebody says, hey, can you scan that QR code and go straight to my manager? Of course I can. So that's really, you have to have a culture where employees are asking for feedback constantly and, and not only for compliments, but, you know, what wasn't great, let my manager know. And me as a customer, I mean, I really, really appreciate when, I have a voice and I can send the, customer, the, the manager something and they respond to me. We're actually building something that it's for businesses that really want to go over the top, that the manager can actually do a voice recording. I do a uh, video recording and send that back to the customer. One time I had a manager do that to me, I was like blown away. I go, that's, you know, they responded to me. I, I complained about something and I got an email back. And it was an actually video, video recording of the manager apologizing. That's really, really strong. I forwarded it to like 20 people. Go check this out.
0: That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, so a lot of companies right now are kind of on the, we hope on the flip side of, of the pandemic. And a lot of companies have been in unique situations where, you know, they don't have their employees necessarily all together anymore. They're trying to figure out what's next. What advice do you have for business leaders as they kind of navigate tomorrow yeah, look, the,
1: the front line for any business is the employee. And the employee sees things on the ground that management or corporate never sees. So if you give them a great pipeline of communication and let them actually affect the way that the business is run, saying, hey, we really care about your values and your views and et cetera. We want you to tell us wherever we you see room for improvement. You know, here's a here's a QR code and also URL that you can go to. We actually built a, a function that's called a hashtag EMP. So when you leave a feedback, you can put hashtag EMP and it designates it. that It comes from an employee rather than a customer. And we get a lot of utilization from that, from people complaining about other employees, for, for example, or, hey, every time I'm, I come here, I show up. Three employees aren't here with me and I got to do I got to you know, deal with customers on my own. But these are things that usually a lot of businesses don't have the proper channel for mm-hmm. that employee to really. To know that management is getting it, because you can complain to your, you know, your maybe your system manager and they go, yeah, whatever. But if you know that the store manager is getting your feedback, you're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna be much more inclined to let them know and that you can submit it anonymously is even better. Because there's there's almost zero platforms that I can if I want to send my boss an email, I gotta make a fake email account and then send them an email. <laughs> this way you can send it and know that you're you know that it got heard and it goes straight to the top so you know listen to the employees we have our call center for example during the pandemic we went um virtual like everybody else and then about a year ago okay guys you know it's starting to thaw out you know COVID is starting and it's not that big of a deal anymore can we get back in and we had we heard a resounding no way we're Mm -hmm. coming back now if we would have implemented that without doing like an employee survey we used feedback to get people's you know you know idea if we would have just made a a blanket rule hey everybody's coming back without really taking a vote we would have been we'd have had a bunch of people quit so you got to listen to your employee employee base because there are so many opportunities for employees now to go somewhere else i mean everybody's hiring so you got to really make sure that the employees are happy you're listening to them take their advice take the good things into consideration and see well you know work together to make a better uh better environment for your customers
0: I love it. Thank you, Adam. Our purpose for Evolve is to really allow leaders a place to learn, connect, and grow together. And thank you so much for taking your time. And thank you for sharing so much wisdom with us. And please, everybody, follow us on social media and stay tuned as we evolve together. Thanks again. Thank you.